Welcome to the PRISM Daily Podcast. Our hope is by listening each day, you'll be encouraged to meditate on the promises of God and find peace in His presence. This fall, our pastor is reading through sections of his forthcoming book, The Narrow Trail, A Wanderer's Guide to Finding Jesus. This book was written in concert with this fall's PRISM teaching series about our church's values. You can listen to our Sunday messages on PRISM's webpage. Here's Pastor Chuck. Chapter 3, The Credibility Issue John McCain is perhaps best known for his 30 years of service to his country as a United States Senator from Arizona. After his death in 2018, more information emerged about his military service in the Vietnam War and his five and a half years being tortured in a North Vietnamese prisoner of war camp. On October 26, 1967, Lieutenant Commander McCain, a Navy pilot, was shot down in his Skyhawk dive bomber. McCain was taken prisoner and over the years suffered abuse at the hands of his captors. Having broken several bones in his arm and leg, he received poor hospital care, and even though he was injured, he was kept a prisoner of war in violation of the Geneva Convention. His cruel treatment in the first years of captivity almost broke him emotionally. He was severely beaten, tortured, and pressured continually to violate the oath he took as an American serviceman. Additionally, the Navy flyer battled dysentery for over a year. Not to put too fine of a point on it, but dysentery is one of the bacterial infections of the digestive system that produces chronic diarrhea. This type of disease, according to the World Health Organization and the Centers for Disease Control, annually takes millions of lives in developing countries, half of them children. The long and the short of dysentery is that you have bloody diarrhea and lose weight until you have no more strength to go on living. McCain eventually did recover from his illnesses, but spent much of his time in a cell by himself. This solitary confinement was also a torture tactic used to break POWs. While in captivity, he and his fellow prisoners developed a communications process whereby, even though separated by concrete walls, they could stay emotionally connected. Amazingly, without being able to talk, the men created a new language of their own. As described, they would get their neighbor's attention with a greeting tap and then wait for a response. Then a single tap was an A, two taps was a B, and so on up the alphabet. The elaborate system of tapping on the wall was not written down but instead memorized. It was the only way the prisoners were able to talk. McCain said that was the key to their survival. However, communication with other prisoners, even tapping, was forbidden. Quote, I had the single misfortune to get caught communicating four times in the month of May of 1969. They had a punishment room right across the courtyard from my cell, and I ended up spending a lot of time over there, unquote. Here are insights from John McCain about the key role communication and relationships with others played in his survival. Quote, as far as this business of solitary confinement goes, the most important thing for survival is communication with someone, even if it's only a wave or a wink, a tap on the wall, or to have a guy put his thumb up. It makes all the difference, unquote. Here's another, quote, communication with your fellow prisoners was of the utmost value, the difference between being able to resist and not being able to resist, unquote. 
Here's a third. Quote, communication primarily served to keep up morale. We would risk getting beat up just to tell a man that one of his friends had gotten a letter from home. But it was also valuable to establish a chain of command in our camps so our senior officers could give us advice and guidance, unquote. It was near the end of his first year in captivity when the North Vietnamese learned who Lieutenant Commander John S. McCain III was, the son of Admiral John S. McCain II, commander of the U.S. military forces in the Pacific. Upon discovering this information, they immediately made an offer to the POW that he could hop over prisoners who'd been there longer and go home. For the North Vietnamese, releasing the injured son of a top U.S. officer would be good public relations propaganda. McCain knew this and was aware that taking advantage of his privileged position would have been something his captors used to discourage the POWs who remained behind. Therefore, to avoid the exploitation of his family name and not to discourage his fellow servicemen, he denied the offered release and remained a prisoner of war. His refusal was met by his captors' escalation of severe treatment toward him for the following 18 months. In an act of unfathomable personal sacrifice, John McCain forewent his own comfort for the emotional benefit of others. You've been listening to the PRISM Daily Podcast. If you'd like more information about PRISM Church, visit our website, prismchurch.com.